Hey, beautiful ladies, welcome to this episode of Over 40 Fit and Lean. And today we're going to take a look at all the factors that are in the way of your successful weight loss. It's never just one thing. So let's dig in. Hey, you fitness fans, it's Karen McCoy here, and I want to chat to you today about something I call the needle in the haystack. So a lot of times in our quest to get lean, lose weight, get shapely, some or all of the above, we often want to compartmentalize the one thing that we need to do. That's why the marketing is all around, you know, stop eating fruit, stop eating dairy, stop eating gluten, uh, cut cut grains, whatever it happens to be. And so many times uh, women go on to this bandwagon and they want to adopt a um, needle in the haystack approach, meaning there's one thing I need to do. That's the answer to everything. And once I do it, then I'm going to see success. And it's just generally not the way it goes. What happens in that instance, and I have chatted with uh, many clients about this over the years, but what happens is it's wishful thinking. We're hoping that all we have to do is change one thing. And we don't have to change anything else. How easy would that be to not have to look at the big picture, to not have to rearrange our eating or our portions or our choices or our weekends? And that's just not usually what it is. So I had one client say, well, you know, I cut out wine for three weeks. And I thought, gosh, you know, I'd lose all this weight. And she said, I didn't. I lost like maybe half a pound. And she said, that's not it. And I said to her, well, what do you think then, knowing the answer, always as a coach, trying to point them towards discovering some of the answers or opening them up to greater perceptions um, than they had before. I, I said, what, what do you suppose it is? And she said, well, I, you know, I don't know. I do love to eat. And I said, bingo. I think that you need to look at portion control. And, um, you know, for a lot of people, it is, uh, it could be the weekends are different than during the week. And so we, you know, uh, will validate how we eat during the week. But then on the weekends, we kind of go crazy from Friday to Sunday. And we don't consider to add all of that in. When I take clients on, I want to see their food diaries and get a feel for their caloric load. Not that that defines everything, but it is important to know if you're overweight at 1,200 calories or overweight at 2,500, there's a reason for that. And that usually leads to um, looking at metabolic issues, um, if the truth be told from the client. <laughs> so you often, I have them add up seven days worth of eating and then divide by seven and see what their caloric load is. And that can often shift it. But when it comes to somebody wanting to find one thing, that is usually because they're caught up in the marketing hype that says, you gotta, you know, don't eat these five foods or cut out this one thing or cut out that one thing. And it's uh, easy for the brain to wrap its head around, oh, I just have to do this one thing and I'm saved. Uh, ask a lot of therapists, a lot of counselors, when people go into counseling, they want to find that one thing, that one incident that made them um, 
in the state that they're in. <laughs> and it's just not that way. It takes work. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes digging. So what I say to people is take a look at the totality. Don't look for the needle in the haystack. Look at the whole haystack. Step back. Yes, you're going to have to invest some time. Yes, you're going to have to be truthful. And you're going to have to look at the totality of it. What are your portions like? Do you go back for seconds? Do you have your protein in there that's going to level cravings and help rev your metabolism in the appropriate way? And you don't need a lot. You don't have to go up to 250 grams of protein a day. More is not better in most things, guys. You could drink too much water and be very, very ill. So the more is better or going to the extremes, this just shows an immature perspective and it shows uh, fear. That's about fear, and it's really challenging to try to coach the black or white individual, the all or nothing individual, because they feel safe in totalities, but where we need to do the work is in the grays, and that is where the trust factor comes in. That's where the learning factor comes in. To hammer in a spot, one side or the other, and have it cemented into the ground is really easy because you can always hammer in. There's a beacon there. There's a landmark, but to be able to come into the middle and take a look at your life and your eating and your ways of thinking and your cultural patterning all of that stuff and be able to assess and take time to look at and go all right I think I need to look at more than just the bananas I'm eating <laughs> or more than just that glass of wine I'm having every night honestly I ain't cutting out my wine I, I love my wine. I have a glass almost every night, but I manage it and I manage the rest of my eating throughout the week. So I don't cut out any food group. I don't cut out fruit. I don't cut out grains. I don't cut out white potatoes. <laughs> I'll have a nice piece of, of uh, earthy bread once in a while. Um, <clears throat> that makes for a strong metabolism and strong digestion. And when you start cutting stuff out and then months later you bring it back in, of course your digestion is going to react because it's not used to it, guys. So digestive issues is usually because of um, inconsistent eating patterns. It's not usually because of foods. Now, I know all of you people who have celiac or severe gluten intolerance, I'm not talking to that population because there are tried and true tests that go with that. Yes, I am talking about the person whose mentality says, just tell me what to do. Just tell me one thing to cut out. Or they go to Dr. Google and they see what everybody else is doing or they join one of the many um, labeled Facebook eating groups and they go, okay, I'm going to be a part of this community and we're all going to eat like this. We're all going to have um, bacon and, and uh, whatever, butter lathered uh, bacon bits because that's the way to eat. That's the way to do it. And I'm just going to cut out all carbohydrates, which is very dangerous, by the way, to the, the female physique, to the female hormones, and it's going to ricochet back. Dr. Atkins showed us that one. But anyways, that's a rant for another day. So the needle in the haystack is a mentality that people have taken on as a shortcut, a sound bite on how to manage the sometimes complex way of eating in just one little cut and go, oh, okay, if I just do that, I don't have to look at anything else. Take a step back, ladies. Take a step back, truly assess, look at your eating, look at your habits, look at the ways of thinking, the, the patterns of, of thought that you have around food and start there and start digging in deeper. Instead of swimming on the surface of the lake, go down where the weeds are and, and test the waters and you'll come up with more clarity and a stronger sense of self, but also with a really sound 
um, way of eating that can last for a lifetime. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not going through a lifetime not eating bananas and not drinking my wine. All right, you guys. Ciao. Bye.